Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Ollie MN podcast. Joining me today, got a fantastic guest today, renowned bird watcher. Also plays a little bit of guitar in his spare time, Mr. Gordon Ezra. Thank you so much for coming on, man. How are you doing? Oh, God, it's a privilege and an honor. And um, anything thank else? Thank you for having me, Ollie. Um, uh, and a pleasure. And um, yeah, thank you for having me. How on earth are you? Oh, listen, no, no, no. I know, I know that this is the Ollie Obed show, but I want to hear how my dearest friend is doing because maybe you've been too busy to to see this, but I've just seen that um, Mr. Bojo Boris Johnson is uh, laying out the um, return how did he put it roadmap to the end of lockdown god i i hadn't heard this yet okay god, don't get too the, excited uh, don't, get, don't get too okay. no 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 i okay, feel as sorry. if i've maybe i've maybe done you a wrong in here uh yeah. you know it's a long it's a long roadmap it's uh mm. maybe maybe an at uh, what's a big map is an atlas a big map or is an atlas just mm. a book of other maps interesting no i so mean well, i was asking is, you know it was a question <laughs> wasn't just putting out what's, what's what's he saying well from what i can see it's like a um oh sorry i just got a, i keep getting these um spam calls from spanish creeps who are creeping on my phone and i don't know how they got my number anyway mm. it's um i haven't digested it george basically it's various steps uh, that will go on until until June at the earliest. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how different your life is going to be in the immediate mm. future. You glad I told you though? You feeling you're, you're not at all distracted by the? Uh, no, no, no. It is. It's helpful. I've um, been in the thick of it today. It's been um, so. I, I was completely unaware of any announcement, but that seems to me like what. If I'm reading between the lines, it sounds as if there is a uh, one tiny step in a in the right direction. Um, I did hear on the radio earlier, um, as I was having a coffee, that schools are going back, and the just. The joy and relief, in fact, relief is the word in the the teachers' voices and the parents' voices. Mostly the parents that they're talking about. Just these, um, it's amazing the interest and concern that they have in their students and their children. And interestingly, they were saying the journalist kind of said, "Well, um, you know, are you concerned about their progress at all?" And quite obviously meant you know uh in their education and this head teacher was like yeah like it will take us a second to gauge how far behind they are if at all mm. it's more the lack of contact they've had with one another and he he mm. said it will just be amazing to see them you know socialize again and with the really young kids it's like watch them figure out who they are around each other mm. and you just think god man you I know and he made the point of saying the families that have stringently is that the word don't know what you're saying so couldn't, couldn't well, tell the, you, the people, the, the people, the families that have stuck to the wall, to the rules. Yeah. Like, um, you know. Yeah, stringently. Uh, hey, listen. Stringently. No, no, no. Please let me give you permission to use the word stringently yeah. right now. It's perfect word for this. Yeah. Thank you, Ollie. There, there's some children for the best part of a year that have barely left the house. And yeah. So th that it felt like 
yeah, I did have a moment earlier today of going, oh, well, that feels like, you know, I can be happy for these people. I think it's nice to at least have some indication that there is maybe a plan uh, mm. in place because, you know, otherwise it just feels like it's just stretching on, um, on and on. And yeah, as you say, can you imagine if at school, I mean, yeah, sure, I had a period at sixth form where um, I bunked off school for a few months to stay home and play Guitar Hero. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't quite the same because, you know, maybe there were other friends who had also bunked off who came round because my mum was at work. Sorry, mum. Um, <laughs> but it's not quite the same as being trapped in your home. And yeah, the age range, because I mean, I've been trying to think, oh, I don't know how helpful this is, but I've been trying to think like what age bracket it would be <laughs> the worst. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you know, is it better in a way for people with older kids that can kind of do their own thing or is it worse because they are already you know like social animals and they're mm. feeling the lack of I, I mean you know they want to meet up with their pals and get fucking blissed out on dope and um, <laughs> trade the latest trading cards as well <laughs> you know nice they do they do uh, those Different kids are into different things, which I think is actually very beautiful. You know, most of them blissed out dope, but for so long they haven't been able to, you know, play a game of three, two, one on a, on a big fat uh, J, you know. It's... <laughs> and I think that will affect them. I think, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if actually there will be, it's, it will be most detrimental for different ages at different times. So there's the immediate effect and then there's how it will affect people, you know, in, in years to come mm -hmm. and how like important this year will have been in their development for different ages. I, I wonder if there's yeah. something in that and that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, who knows, man? Um, well, I, I mean, all I can say with any uh, certainty from, like, the emails we've had, obviously most of our listeners are sort of uh, at least teenage, although I have to say a worrying, <laughs> worrying amount. Uh, you know, the third host, Lila, for example, probably too young to be listening to <laughs> this, but, you know, a bit of fun. Um uh, I have to not think about that because I'll I'll be like trying not to I'll be censoring myself and I won't be talking uh, about getting blissed out on known. dope. Um, <laughs> uh, but like yeah, from people who are either in the kind of later stages of school and everything has been turned upside down, or people at uni, it does seem like basically I think that being able to return, even if it's in a limited capacity or there's all these other things in place, I think it would have a huge impact on those people um yeah uh, so and you know my mum has had her first uh oh do you know what i hate sorry but on the news they keep using this phrase getting jabs into people's arms like we want to we want to get the most jabs into the most arms and i don't like it it makes me feel squeamish for some reason is that in a bid to make it more conversational and less like, do you think they're doing it to make it more like, come on, it's just a jab in the arm. Carry I, on down here. We're trying to get as many jabs in the arm as possible. <laughs> Could very well be that. But I don't know about you. I would rather just it be a little bit more sort of clinical language. Regardless, my mum has got her first one. And that feels very much like a, it's a very clear marker of some progress or some movement in what has been a very kind of static 
year. So that makes me very pleased to think about. And it means she can, I don't know, just relax a bit, you know? Just mm. not live in so much fear. So long road ahead, but there is some light. Light. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful light. Um, the timing of that was just woo. impeccable, my friend. Um, yes. Well, that's all. You know, that's something on the horizon to look forward to. How are you, Ollie? How are you? I'm okay. I we're we're recording in the afternoon. We uh, this morning I had to delay uh, our recording, and I'm quite glad in a way that it ended up this way because I was. I woke up in a strange headspace because I had a really vivid uh, dream where I was at my grandma's house and, you know, my grandma passed away last summer and I woke up and you know when a dream like feels so incredibly real and then as you wake up, you, you slowly, it all evaporates and you realise mm. where you are and it just felt like a... I don't know, it felt like a real gut punch. I was kind of surprised, to be honest, because I haven't really... Well, I suppose I haven't really allowed myself to think about uh, her very much. And then that dream came swimming up out of my subconscious and went, take this, brother. Um, mm. And, yeah, that's what it said. And, you know, I think because of that, I was in a bit of a weird mood for a while. And I feel like if we'd recorded this morning... I would have been um, quite sombre, quite a sombre lad. Mm. Um, Can I ask a question, Ollie? Um, when you say you I, haven't... How, okay, you're just going to go ahead. I haven't said whether you can or not, but all right, fine. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, can I ask you a question, Ollie? Sure, man. No problem. No need to ask. <laughs> Thanks, dude. <laughs> um, when you say, for the most part, you haven't thought about your grandma over the last year... You know, it hasn't... How did you word it? I haven't really allowed uh, myself to... Right. Uh, I mean, I say that because, you know, we weren't able to have a funeral or anything because of COVID and and we still haven't had a chance to... Like, the plan was always to meet up and have some kind of uh, get-together to, you know, say goodbye or whatever. And that keeps... You know, well, we just haven't been able to do it because... We can't yeah, travel. I was going to ask, is it like, have you found yourself wanting to think about her and then like kind of putting it to one side or has it just been, and you've answered that question, I think, in, in what you're saying, circumstances kind of haven't allowed it to yeah. in almost. Well, yeah, that, it does feel very, uh, it still doesn't quite feel like, um, uh, I don't know, quite feel like it's been, uh, it's sunk in in terms of, uh, basically, it's just a weird kind of half state of being very like aware of what's happened but not having done any of the ceremonial stuff that humans do when this mm. happens and we do it for a reason because in some way it like i don't know some kind of closure but you know like i haven't seen my dad since then i haven't well since way before then so it just feels like I mean, I feel guilty about this, but it feels like it just happened and then so much other stuff happens and it just... Mm. 
Um, yeah, you shouldn't feel guilty for that. It is the way these things... I d do you know what? It doesn't surprise me as either to hear that having woken from a dream, you know, where you were back at hers. I was back at hers. There was caramel shortbread on the go, my friend. I could taste it. I well, could taste okay. the caramel shortbread. And, and the thing is, like, you know, that hasn't... The dream I had was sort of hasn't been a reality for a long time because she hasn't been uh well she wasn't well necessarily for years before so it's not like i don't know what i'm trying to say basically it's just maybe it's not that unusual but uh the dream was set in a more kind of idealized version of uh i don't know anyway uh, but so I think it just, yeah, it took me by surprise because it seemed to come out of nowhere. Uh, mm. But who knows how these how these things happen. But, yeah, so, yeah, luckily we didn't record this morning. Otherwise, I maybe would have been somber and talked about it. Clearly, that's not happening now. <laughs> Dude, it's all good. I think it's good to talk about it. Um, I, man, dreams. What are... They can set you up for, for the day and they can... Really, oh yeah, you know, hold you back. Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, I have I ever told you about the recurring nightmare I used to have that I think might be my earliest proper memory. Uh, maybe I don't know if we have spoken about it on the show or not. Okay, well, um, you know, it's just just it's a nice anecdote, so I'll just tell it. Uh, so I used to constantly have this dream that I was playing in our garden in the house we lived in 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 Cyprus at the time. And I was playing sort of near the fence and the the farmer who was our neighbor and we, we did have a neighbor who was a farmer. But in the dream, he was like um, very much a sort of villainous figure. He didn't look anything like he did in real life. And he sort of like waddled over and he was like kind of hunched over and was like, hello. Also, he spoke perfect mm. English, which the real guy didn't. Um, but he he. Um, leant over the fence and he had this big mm. potato sack which is foreshadowing something we'll, we'll talk about later my dear friend don't you worry about that um a huge potato sack or well just a huge sack i guess nothing really that potatoy about it but uh he held it open and he was <laughs> he would say you know get in my sack man and very <laughs> chilled I would climb into it and he would... Just a young man. Well, but he would always be like, why are you so relaxed? I'm kidnapping you. And I would say, it doesn't matter because my parents... Anything to get my fix. Anything for a buzz, mate. Oh, God, I just want to feel something. You don't understand how long I've been playing out in this fucking garden. Begging, oh, hoping know, some creep will come along. <laughs> Anything for a fucking buzz, mate. I've been licking all Very sorts. Awesome. Just trying. I've been scratching myself in different places with different, yeah. uh, different mushies, different shroomies, putting them in there. I've been trying fucking anything. No, I Love said my family, but a bit dry, bit dry. <laughs> well, okay, that wasn't quite how it went. But what happened? I said. uh I'm I'm not I'm not worried because I know that as soon as my parents notice I'm gone they're going to come and find me and with Aww. with a grin he said your parents are the ones paying me to take you no and then I would wake up and be like oh! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, I don't like that. Yeah, and I used to have that, you know, like once a week for, I don't know, oh. for months, months and months, many oh. years. God, that's... God, Not, you should get into writing films or something, Ollie, because if that... How old that were you when you were that dream? Pardon? How old were you when you were having that dream? God, it was very... I mean, I was a very developed child. Uh, I'd say young. I mean, so, uh, did, uh, I don't know, like five five or six oh that's well he's got everything you know that's jeopardy i mean i don't know how it ends when you wake up yeah i wake up that's the thing i could work on that on the on although it might be one of those things where it's better if it just cuts to black at that moment oh um oh god yeah no nice and then uh so i would i can feel a bad investment coming on i went (laughs) (laughs) i can hear a a long phone call with a disinterested (laughs) netflix executive coming yeah, and then I'll get in the set. No, no, no. But this Anything one, for a buzz. We've already funded it. We've already, but we're trying to get it bought. We've made it. So no, watch, watch it to the end, my friend. <laughs> but yeah, so I would have that dream all the time, and I would go to my my parents and and uh, explain this story, and they'd be like, "We haven't paid the farmer to to kidnap you." Um, and but it's like, not it is, half a bad idea. Yeah, no, no, they said anything for a fucking buzz. <laughs> yeah. But it's strange that that is like when I try and think about my time in Cyprus. Well, I, I don't know if the listener knows that uh, my dad was an international secret agent. And so we lived in various different places during my childhood. And whenever I try and think of Cyprus, that is the only thing I can remember. My recurring nightmare. Um, oh, and also going rollerblading. Uh, so, you know. Famously. Famously, as my old man used to say rollerblading mm, god he said it yeah god he said it uh you got any uh, dreams george oh god not, none to share okay, I, I, yeah, I don't okay. mean that Save in like a the... kind of joke way but god they find me absolutely rotten my dreams they can really they, they get to you yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know um, you ever done the old paul mccartney thing of writing a, a fully fleshed out song in your dreams or uh, you reckon you know he's full what? of shit? I often, uh, I mean, your words, not mine, but there's something in it. Um, I, uh, I do. I can answer that question seriously. Sometimes I wake up and the dream ding, has kind ding, of alluded to the fact that we were singing something, you know, fucking monumental, and then obviously you can't really remember what it is. And I go, oh, I wonder if it was, or if it was just a vibe, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I can well, imagine you opening something. your little eyes, just mm. big yawn. And you're just you're going about your day. You're brushing your teeth. (laughs) Rising to a crescendo. Cut to fucking pyramid stage. Oh, um, then cut further from that, just me, I don't know, as an old man. Old man staring at smelting your your uh, Brit Award, trying to get the, just the, the raw metal, because obviously all currency is... You didn't invest in crypto when you should have, and it's way too yeah. fucking late, kid. <laughs> so, um, da, da, da. I'd like to share an idea with you ollie and i wonder if it's something we could as a test the listeners could kind of get involved with okay so obviously 
um, there's something going wrong, certainly in the UK. It's kind of if somebody is going to the supermarket, it's kind of like, look, I'm off to the supermarket. Can I get you anything? You know, it kind of to save people making mm -hmm. unnecessary journeys. Um, my sister is, you know, one of a kind and a lovely person. And she said to me, but, you know, she, no, 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 <laughs> buts here, no buts. She said, um, do you want me to go for it, um, get you anything from the shop tomorrow? Um, and I said, oh, that would be amazing. Yes, please. Now, one of the things that I asked for was bubble bath. Okay. Mm. So, okay. Um, uh, so you text your sister, hey, realize. sissy, could please can you get me bubble bath, bubbly no. bath. <laughs> I didn't realize how that weird that was going to sound, just the words bubble bath. Um, so there was a list of things and on the list was bubble bath. Um, now, you may be aware, Ollie, that, you know, Radox? Mm, yeah. Oh, um, oh! I'll tell you what, Radox makes me go, oh, ah, ee, ee, oh, ah. Yeah. Have you had this peppermint, I think it's peppermint oh. vibes. And let's just say there are parts no, of the no, body that should not... not Radox. Okay. Are you sure? Oh, that's uh, some, like, organic stuff yeah yeah okay. no i know what you're to so radox have a number of different bubble baths but they all like you know kind of aimed at different things so they'll say like relax. deep muscle relaxation yeah. or feel relaxed or feel energized da, 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 da. yeah have now, you ever fucking had a, a bubbly old bath that's made you feel energized hold on a second so then i unpacked the shopping and my sister has bought me one that i would never buy and it's called feel relaxed lavender and water lily mm. right and i thought ah it's an interesting way of finding out how the people around you perceive you and what they think you need in the world uh -huh. so i urge the listeners to say to people in their family Oh, you couldn't pick me up a Radox bubble bath and see, see which one they get you and what they think of you. Because she obviously thinks... You need to fucking you know, chill out. Uptight young man needs to fucking relax and to just wind down a second. And um, normally I would go for one of the more like, you know, get up and go. Feel gassed, really? feel jazzed. Well, you know, I'd just uh, probably just go off the colour. I, yeah, but, yeah. Um, okay, can I, can I, I guess the this colour? I interesting. Yeah. Because I'm... Well, I've told I'm you getting... what the flavours are. Yeah, but... Oh, right, that's true. But I'm, I I feel like re relaxation bubble bath is always in a sort of purple bottle. And right. am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, my friend. I'm okay. going to take a picture and send it to you. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Spot on, bro. Spot on. Yes! That makes actually me spot That actually on, makes bro. me fucking gas. Like I've just had a fucking yeah. <laughs> big old bath. And, uh, well, yeah, in, in some of the, um, uh, the, the more energetic ones, I would say it's a green or it's a yellow. It's a lime vibe. Uh, there's mm. zest, there's citrus usually involved. But I gotta say, anyway, I gotta say, I've never had a bath and felt, um, you know, amped up. I'm always, I want to soak. Um, but I do like your your little radox test. My proposition. Yeah. yeah. I, I wonder, just the listeners, say, just reach out to the ones you love. Be like, I'm really sorry. You couldn't, just as you nip to the shop, grab me a radox bubble bath and see what they think about you. See mm. what they think of you. Mm. Um, I wonder if they're missing a trick and they should start calling them things like world domination mm. or, um, you know, or maybe, unstoppable force to be reckoned with. Maybe they should. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe your sister would have got you that one, or maybe they should extend the range and have like you know an off day. Well, yeah, that might be nice. 
not your best. Not your best. Um, keep it down. A sort of keep it yeah. down brew. Um, standard, which is just it's yeah standard. What just clear a clear bottle of bubble yeah. bar, scentless, scentless, and those bubbles would be fucking pathetic. Um, yeah, it's actually just pure water. It's pure tap water, water in a bottle. God, I'd be I would be fucking furious if. My sister brought me back one of those. But it's funny that you oh. say that because uh, my dearest rat A has in the past uh, got me what they call, I think they're called bubble bars. I think they're from uh, uh, Lush. And they're like, basically it's like a bar that you get wet. It gives you mm. some bubbles, but you can like reuse it. And Ooh, it's quite medieval vibes. Um, no, I wouldn't say, I don't think Henry VIII had a bubble bar that was in the shape of a guitar, which I did. Oh, <laughs> that's um, very cool and very cute. Very cute. And it, sh- and it tells you what she thinks about me. I have yeah. a guitar. Shredder. I, ha- Shredder. I own a guitar. So she knows yeah. that. Um, I yeah. have to say, I didn't have you down as a bubble bath guy. I think of you as a, like a sort of oh, back, wet back in the, the sink back in the old day we got by with yeah exactly a wet sponge in a sink and uh scraping your elbows against the the tub i i can't um, picture you sinking into a although you are a snuggly person I'm f- i was about to say god man i feel like you're forgetting an integral part of my of your personality you know, my personality, snuggly young man. Um, I, d- I don't know. I wouldn't, as a listener, if you're listening to this, I wouldn't pin it as one of my, you know, defining features. I okay. So if you if you're a journalist, if you're a yeah. journalist, I don't yeah. think you want to lead with big story. Pop star George yeah. Ezra likes bubble Obsessed. bath. Yeah, yeah. Can't start the day without a bath. <laughs> I find that odd. Starting your day with a bath. Um, anyway. Oh. Um, okay, is that a dig um, at me? Do you know that that is something I sometimes do? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, But it's usually when I don't really want the day to start. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, perfect. I would do that too. Yeah. I just want to stretch it the fuck out big time. Are you all right, my friend? Oh, I'm just winding down. What a a day for my dear. God, I just thought about our gorgeous public and our listeners and... um, I hope they're all doing well. <laughs> Goodness gracious me, me too. Is that a hint? You want me to pick up pick up the emails by any chance? No, no, genuinely not. I don't. I would, I'm enjoying just talking to you, and it feels. I feel very, feel lucky to be able to do this. And I just thought about how I love being able to talk to you, and I hope that our listeners are, you know, on board, doing all right. Mm, I. I was having a little think about our dearest listeners. That sounds weird. But I was having a little think about our dearest listeners the other day because I don't know if you saw... Oh, yes, I think you did see. You know, the the Phone a Friend meme account has been absolutely popping off with Stone Cold Classics. And the thing I like the most about it, which I think we touched upon, is that, one, it's very niche. It won't make sense to very many people for very long, you know, like probably unless you listen to the week's episode and see the meme then, like, <laughs> yeah. that's it. Um, but also... But we love that. We love that. Oh, big fan of that. Um, but also, uh, 
whenever I repost them, do get a few responses from some very confused people. And again, <laughs> I love that. Just a bit of fun, bit of mis- keep a bit of mystery in the world. Why not? Um, and some people want an explanation for something that I simply cannot explain to you. Anyone that responds to my stories, it's just I, I often go like, "Hey, dude, like, don't like not having a dig, just wondering what's with the stock images, as if there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a big big plan." Honestly, and it's very sweet because I think it's they've got to a point where they're like, they've "I've got to say them, something." They've seen them, they've, and they're just like, "I've got, to. I've got to ask." And I think they're wise to, but I'm not going to answer. That's not the point. Um, well, I think that it, it because we're we're talking about our, our dearest listeners, and our dearest listeners have really come through in the last week in terms of their their little tips for Mr. Jeff Gary mm. Gordon Ezra because you asked about your potatoes mm. and just as the day is long oh I gotta say we got so much potato correspondence did a, we a worrying amount probably far more than we've got for anything else <laughs> um People have oh. very strong opinions. Um, oh, I suppose we should say, well, let's call Jexton over to bring some of the, this uh, spud chat over. Oh, um, Jexton. Beautiful thing. Oh. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not nor tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Email for you, my lord. News from the East, sire. This email has just come in, my lord. Oh! Okay, so here we are. Oh! Okay, so Spud Chat. Um, firstly, I, I gotta say, it's a real mixed bag, both in terms of opposing views and also in terms of the feelings that the emails instilled in me some of them made me a big grin on my face some of them are disgusting and make me feel sick and this one which is from katie uh says hey george and ollie long time listener first time emailer after listening to this week's episode i thought george might enjoy maybe enjoy is the wrong word this photo of these potatoes that actually tried to grow legs and walk out of our flat. There were five wow. or so of them like this. When I saw them at the back of our veg shelf, I genuinely thought it was a tarantula. Hence the tongs. Um, anyway, hope you never have to experience this, George. It was mildly traumatizing. All the best and thanks for making a podcast that spreads good vibes. Um, so, George, let me just uh, share with you these images. Oh, I've just seen the image you sent me of your radox. Your man Ollie was absolutely spot on, guys. To the listener, mm. that is purple as fuck. Um, mm. Oh my goodness, I've got a huge grin on my face because I know that I absolutely killed it then. Yeah. You're welcome, man. Okay, <laughs> I'm sending you these uh, leggy spuds. Oh. Now, I wish that... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Wait, disgusting. what am I looking at? Uh. Yeah, exactly. That spud... Uh. 
as fucking. Oh, oh, that's <laughs> making me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> welcome to my I world. Hate that. My yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> if I have to re- go through these emails, then so do oh. you. I've deleted it from our chat. I don't okay, like that. Wow, just, wow, bizarre. Just resend another one. Please don't. Well, there's just How one. How interesting. Well, so I wish Katie had um, provided you know us with some information oh. about how long that potato had been in their home for because oh. because as the listener will be able to tell from george's reaction uh i don't think we'll put these pictures up on the instagram because i don't want to get fucking blocked and banned from <laughs> from the gram for obscene explicit content katie i appreciate you sending it in because it is interesting but it is also absolutely yes. disgusting and you should be Thank ashamed you, of yourself. I wonder what um, subheader of science would that have come under in at school? Would that have been biology? Um, I don't know much about biology. Would that be, come under the subheader of biology? Like, or that was a that was uh, a, quite a good joke actually. So I'll just make a little note here. Good joke. Well, which one would it have come under? Made good joke. Uh, yeah, would have been biology. Yeah. Um, why do you think that we we should take these to a local school? Maybe they should. Um, what's it called well, when you when you die? <laughs> they should dissect this fucking. That's I, what I'm Could thinking. be a new breed. Yeah, mm. absolutely horrid. Um, but you know, along with some, I think some people took uh, your your um, your appeal for Spud chat as a, an opportunity to just send us pictures of the most disgusting potatoes they've ever uh, had mm. um quite a lot of people seem to have these pictures sort of saved on their phone um mm. remember the time i had this disgusting potato but also along with that um a lot of people with some excellent advice for you george um mm. including uh reese who says hi george and ollie hope you're doing well I'm an 18-year-old lad from the northwest of England working at a chip shop, so I know my way around a spud. Thank you very much. During this lockdown, I've took on the role of spud boy, meaning I have to cut the potatoes in the morning before the shop opens. Just today, I emptied 14 brimming sacks. Wow. (laughs) Genuinely, I... Fuck yeah, Reese. Wow. No, I mean, I'm with you. But I love that that not, childlike I'm innocence. Not, well, it's just yeah, uh, fourteen take, brimming sacks of potatoes would take fucking ages. And do you know ages. what, Reese? Please don't hold this against me. Don't tell me you <laughs> thought it was frozen fucking chips. I don't know what I thought, but it's really that's why I'm so blown away. Yeah, man. good on you, man, and thank you for your thank you, you for know, your, your service. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so well, basically, Reese has, has given us his credentials. He definitely understands spuds. Um, so mm. he says, best advice I can give you, George, keep them in a dark environment, roughly seven to ten degrees, which is Ooh. substantially colder than you, you, your current setup, and yeah. s- store them in a paper bag if possible. Also, okay. don't wash them beforehand before storing them because they'll just rot sooner. Hope right. I was of use. Right. Um, Big time. And he says, P.S. George, the idea of a pub Twitch stream is ingenious. I'd watch every minute. But the real question is, what would be your poison? Love the pod. Lots of love from your Spud Boy, Reese. Thank you, Spud Boy. Um, George, what would your poison be during your uh, Twitch uh, live stream? 
Oh, it's, a, it's probably a session I reckon I'd go for. I reckon I'd be right now. I'd love a Guinness. All right, keep it to your fucking self, mate. So next Thanks. up, we have um, we have uh, Robster. Is that right? Oh, sorry, Robert. <laughs> oh no, it does say <laughs> Robster. It does say Robster. I'm not losing my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Robert. Oh wait, sorry. I do want to read Robert's email, but but it's off the spud subject. So just quickly, just for a, a the other side of the of the um spud debate. Uh Jackie says the best place to keep your potatoes, George, is in the fridge. Take care and stay safe. Now, Jackie, I gotta say a lot of people have said the one place that you should not keep your potatoes is the fridge. Mm. And I don't know, I haven't done the research, but I gotta say, I personally, say, I would not keep my potatoes in the fridge. Yeah, I'm gonna say, Jackie, I appreciate you getting in touch. But, but George, for now, stop screaming, man. Sorry. You're I, fucking enraged I, about this. Sorry, one second, but I Chill think out. right now, I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna heed Reese's advice. Yeah, I mean, and, um, that's the late. I think that's you know that's a man on the front line when it comes to spuds. Yeah, I mean, Spud Boy's been uh, emptying sacks of potatoes day in day out. So I think we can safely say he knows his stuff. Okay, so now uh, Robster Robert emailed to say hi, George and Ollie. I wanted to drop you a line to let you both know how much I enjoy the podcast. Uh, you make me laugh, and I also find your discussions thought-provoking. As a Hartford resident, I'm always excited to hear you mention oh. the town. However, I had to write in as I've just listened to a very interesting hashtag lockdown lunchtime session from Hartford Museum. Today's session was the final of six episodes and was called There's No Business Like Show Business and charted the history of theatre and amateur dramatics in our town. Imagine my surprise when nine minutes into the session, we were told that we were looking at a photo of a young George Ezra, Hartford's most famous pop star, appearing in The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. <laughs> oh, fuck! Fantastic! Oh. Keep up the good work, lads. Take care. Robert. Oh, no, Robert. So Robert. Robert's included a screenshot oh, of this. You owe me a pint, Robert. <laughs> well, luckily, Robert says his local is the old barge, so you know, okay. what happen. So oh, he no. has provided a screenshot, but I have to say, I can't see you in this. Do, mm. do you remember who you played? Don't, it wasn't Tumnus, was it? <laughs> No, it wasn't on this. Oh, can you send me the picture? Yeah, I'm just sending it Oh, now. no. Oh, Robert. Robert. Don't blame Robert, man. Robert was just tuning into the Hartford no, Museum's lecture. Robert, you should have just, you know. Buried this. Aha. Okay, fantastic. Very pixelated picture, which works in my favour. Yeah. Um, Although I might be able to, to get a high res version. Yeah. Now I'm in there. I've seen my. I've seen me. Are you the <sighs> little lad on his on his knees in a sweater vest? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where the fuck are you? Oh. <laughs> You're not. Oh. 
You're not a little okay. bit of a scarecrow, are you? <laughs> are you Mr. Scarecrow? Okay. No, no, no. Are you no, not? No, no, no. Where the fuck no. are you? I played, famously, I played Mr. Beaver. And <laughs> if... <laughs> they had to find a place for you. <laughs> oh, I can still remember the song. Mr. Um, Beaver. So if you look at, there's uh, the witch or the woman in the white. I don't, don't know what that was. But then there's Aslan is next to, like, there's... <laughs> Yeah, fucking weird Aslan, yeah. I gotta say. Interesting <laughs> choice. So then next to Aslan is a girl in a red top. Then to her left is a like a young man in a suit. Yeah. And then one along from that in a little kind of tinker's outfit. That's your that's your boy. Okay, so that's the one who I thought was the scarecrow, but Oh no, no, that's Mr. Beaver. I'm also coming to realise that there isn't a scarecrow in the life of Witch of the Wardrobe, and I was thinking of the Wizard of Oz, which yeah. makes a lot of sense i don't remember mr beaver um oh is he the one that ends up being a fucking traitor snake um i can't quite remember it was the heady days of andram where i was more you know there was more the uh, kind of social politics going on backstage yeah yeah yeah, yeah you were there to, to meet meet girls and stuff um i don't remember father christmas being in the lion the witch and the wardrobe either but mm. hey it's an interesting production well, um, i think it was quite a um modern approach because um i remember distinctly if we look at the the white witch or whatever that character is the ice yeah. queen ice queen yeah yas queen yes. ice queen the yas queen um <laughs> to her left there's a young man in a red scarf uh yeah I've, i think i recognize that young man a certain mr tumnus that's exhibit a that's for, for that, you know that's tumnus that's ground zero Ground um, zero. Very modern approach because they've also decided to depict Tumnus as a uh, fucking layabout waste of space, trying to, to. Well, your words. Yeah, yeah, my words. Yeah, I stand by them. Tumnus um, is a fucking layabout just, waste of space. You may hear some elevator music now, listeners, as I just um, enlighten Ollie to the pictures. You know, mm. uh, some extra just layers. A bit more- yeah, extra layers. Um, so that young man that you thought was me. No, no, okay. So coming out of elevator music and well, Robert, thank you very much. There's a bit of um you know, a blast. Bit of history. Uh, bit of history. And you know, interesting to think about because the 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 picture that robert's attached has also got some some black and white photos of i'm guessing previous productions uh Mm. at the hartford theater and you're part of this long line of hartford residents who yeah they they like to tread the boards yeah like to dress up as a a dutty little beaver and why not man why not um thank you very much robert and uh you know, if we um, if we see you at the barge, I think George is going to have a, a stern word or two with you about keeping his pretty name out of your mouth. <laughs> no, no, no. I just, oh, Robert. Um, I'm joking, well, Robert, Robert, I hope you're well and I, I hope you're keeping well and hopefully we can um, cheers yeah. a pipe one day in the barge. Um, Open. And uh, all the best. All the best. Okay, uh, just one last, uh, God, uh, email. Uh, to to finish with, uh, George, this is on your spec issue, which uh, is the new problem that you you first you had your, mm-hmm. your you wanted potato advice. Now you want 
glasses advice. Um, mm. And so we got an email from email from Kimberly saying, Ahoy, my glasses-wearing friends. I'm particularly short-sighted with a minus 9.75 eyesight. Now, I, I don't know if you have any context for that, George. What, I mean, I don't know what your prescription is, but mine is like minus 0.75 something. So, you know, these are some serious glasses that Kimberly's wearing. Mm. She says, I've worn glasses since I was a young child, but also wear a variety of types of glasses because in my day job, I'm a lab analyst working in pharmaceutical quality control. So I wear some rather fetching safety glasses too. So basically, uh, Kimberly's providing her, her glasses credentials. Firstly, my warning to George, please be very careful with what you put on your glasses. Your lenses will 99.9% likely have a variety of coatings on them, such as anti-scratch or anti-reflective coatings. If you use things that are too harsh for your glasses, you'll strip the coatings, it will flake off, and your glasses might be ruined. So please take care. Use only mm. products designed for glasses cleaning, lens cleaning, etc. So I think what uh, Kimberly's saying is don't spray some uh, silip, polish. silip bang or wood polish on your glasses. Um, secondly and this is the one that um you know i'm most thrilled about is the mask slash fog issue um Mm. you know the the horny austin powers syndrome as we call it here um famously uh, famously. uh i've solved it by wearing masks with a nose wire which basically is what you were saying george but i got some lovely fabric reusable ones some of them even have dinosaurs on them but i'm sure you could get similar ones from your good friend tony bezos's website Um, (laughs) you can also get wee plastic frames that you wear under the mask that make you feel less claustrophobic and help with the fog issue again your pal mr bezos can probably supply these um hope all is well with you too uh thanks as always for putting a smile on my face through this tricky time much love from scotland kimberly kimberly i've been since reading your email i've ordered some masks with the clips and i'm about to get extremely unhorny if you know what i mean okay does that make sense word because you know the cloudiness is so do you think that's Okay to say, George, I'm going to get this mask and not be horny, but I'll be happy. Is that, does that make sense? That's, yeah, that's great. Kimberly, thank you so much for your email. <laughs> and, um, well, thank you all of you for your emails. Um, and I don't actually have a specific dilemma that I need help with this week. I was going to ask. Um, no. Um... Seems like you've been using this as a weekly uh, outlet for all your different household issues. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm George, my dearest friend. Mm. One second, I'm getting another fucking call from these people. I'm waking out about it. One second, my friend. Okay. Hello. Welcome back. Um, um, if one thing I've just thought, just, oh, spring has sprung. Uh, it's very grey and rainy here, and it's making me feel even more shit. <laughs> <laughs> Holy. How's the, sp- um, when you say spring has sprung, you've had one day of sunshine, maybe two? There's been two, but it's more, like, today's been a little overcast, but it's still, there's a smell in yeah, the air. There's, like, the hope. Vibe. 
and and there's daffodils out and yesterday I just I kind of put up a little camping chair and just sat in the garden and oh. I just oh, oh. I'm alive it really did feel like um I know this is just my experience it's a, and people have all been through their shit in the last year but the being in the first lockdown in that flat alone for five weeks mm. meant that I I felt the feeling yesterday it's almost like as if I felt spring more intensely mm. I don't know as if I missed it it's, last it's year it's like you've stored up stored up two spring you, it's like a double spring oh man it was just I even put my phone on record for five minutes and just recorded the birds it was just oh, oh is that oh for your my. oh album. George album no I was going to say because you know you're famously a bird watcher I don't know if you record the different songs and go and transcribe them and work out oh that's a <laughs> That's a big fat blue tit that I can hear. Yeah. Um, oh. Do you want to tell the tell the listener about um, that delivery you had? Oh. Um. Oh. Um. Hey, you don't have to, man. You don't have to. But... No, well, it just it really paints me in a thick light. Um, I ordered some bird feed off Lawrence Bezos's website, and <laughs> I just. There were there were options for different sizes, and I you just added to kilogram. <laughs> I added twenty five kilograms to the basket, and just I had no idea what twenty five kilograms mm. would look like to the extent that I actually thought, well, I'll double up. So I bought fifty <laughs> kilograms of bird feed, and. Fucking hell, I... Two oh, man, on my doorstep, it was two huge burlap sacks full of bird feed. And yeah. not honestly, uh, the, the issue is storing it anywhere because it will just attract rodents. It will last me at four years at least. <laughs> uh, it was it, it, ridiculous. I even said to my neighbour, I said, do you need any bird feed? And they were like, no, we've got plenty, cheese. Yeah, I don't want your um, muck. You, you've yeah, just you basically made your... I didn't have the heart to tell them that I deliberately picked 50, so I said I accidentally, I must have pressed it twice. <laughs> mm. Rather than say, I saw 25 kilos and thought, ah, yeah, best get two, best double off on that, get two of oh, those. Oh, mate, how thick. So if anyone in the Hertfordshire area is in need of bird feed, or if you are a, a, a rodent in the local area, or maybe mm. uh, that creep Mr. Palti Geist, please come mm. fester hang out um, Robert if you need any bird feed <laughs> yeah, email you know the what? show mate <laughs> you should go around go around Hartford in your I'll car driving Robert. well slowly and yeah. <laughs> stopping people leaning out the window you're in need of any bird feed mate <laughs> oh mate oh mate yeah. I felt like such a wally and I thought for the poor delivery man what must he have thought honestly it looks like oh it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Well, listen, these things happen and um, at least, uh, you know, Mr. Adrian Bezos will be rubbing his hands together and grinning. Mm. Um, mm. Okay, George, it's been absolutely wonderful to speak to you, my dearest friend. Thank you so much for being a guest again this week. Um <laughs> Thank you for having me, Ollie. No, no problem. Um, Can I just uh, do something that we we do at, at the end of the show every week? Um, of course, yeah. Something uh, cute and fun. Yeah, man, definitely. And what it is 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 uh, we say how the dearest podcast, gorgeous public listeners can get in touch. And uh, 
Do you know? Well, you yeah, you e- emailed me over a script before I was a guest Shut up. On show, Shut so. up. Make sorry. it natural. Sorry, sorry. It literally says sorry. at the top, make it natural. Yeah. You freak. It says make it natural, you freak. You freak, yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry about that. Um, yes. My intern. Yeah. Um, please do get in touch with Ollie's podcast and let him know <laughs> <laughs> how you're doing. Um uh, it's contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. Yeah, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram at phoneafriendpod. Leave a review if you if you feel so inclined on iTunes, where you can't do it on Spotify. You know by now what happens at this point. Oh, and just quickly, George, uh, mm. what's for dinner? Dinner time. Dinner time. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, rice and, and peas and you would sweet hit. corn. Okay. There's going to be a little bit of a sort of oh, mismatch yeah. of tone because there's going to be a big bombastic jingle and then you're going to say rice peas and sweet corn. Um, <laughs> um, can I also, well, I'm looking forward to hearing the jingle. Can I also urge the gorgeous public to um, ask a loved one to pick you up some Radox <laughs> or bubble bath yeah. and see what they think of you? Let's do a little experiment yeah. and see what how our listeners are perceived by the ones they love. I, I, I'm, I wish I could do it, but here there's no Radox, firstly, I don't think, and... Like Rat A would just because it'll all be in Spanish, it wouldn't necessarily reflect what she really thinks of me. So might have to save mm. that one for when we are in English speaking lands. Um, mm. But yes, please do, uh, and we hope that George doesn't inadvertently ruin any of your relationships. It's just Radox at the end of the day, and other brands are okay too, right? You, or do you have some kind of deal with Radox? <laughs> no, Isn't your third album going to be called Radox Presents? <laughs> <laughs> me and my radox no i realized as i said it last i was like god it sounds like this is a paid partnership it isn't and um nor will it be but yeah um all that's left to say is god to our brothers and sisters in canada yes um, you know my thoughts are with you and for the love of god don't go changing and Ollie, I can't wait to guest on your show again next week. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you so much for agreeing to be the recurring guest. And so I'll just wrap up here and say thank you so much for tuning into the Ollie MN podcast. Uh, George, until next week, remember, time's running out, kid. Oh. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>